Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, world, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. We are partnered with Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily, so make sure to follow all of us on Instagram. Also, like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have lots of astrological goodies, the hottest celebrity stories in Hollywood, and a fantastic, gorgeous, lovely celebrity guest with us here today. We are recording from my home in the Hollywood Hills. Sam, take it away. Hello, everybody. So excited to be back. I am Sam Davidson, entertainment news journalist, pop culture junkie, and just a know-it-all of everything that's going on in Hollywood. I'm really excited to introduce you all to our special celebrity guest this week, Naomi Grossman. How are you? Hello, I'm well. Oh, 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 yes! (laughs) So you have been on one of my favorite TV series, American Horror Story. A lot of you might know her as Pepper. Um, you are also a writer, producer, you've done a lot of theater, you have been nominated for an Emmy, you have an extremely impressive list of accolades, so we're really excited to have you here today. Thank you, I'm excited to be here. So, we're going to talk about you for a couple minutes. I mean, tell me how much your world changed when Ryan Murphy kind of came into it. Well, um... For American Horror Story, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it totally changed. I, uh, I mean, for a while I was kind of sort of trying to tread between the two worlds. Like I would, uh, I was teaching Spanish on the side. So, uh, when I wasn't on set, you know, at the asylum, I would race back and, uh, conjugate verbs for money. (laughs) But that, you know, that's what you got to do. Oh yeah. It's a hustle out here. Of course. But you know, eventually I was able to quit that, which is, Really, for me, the the sign of like truly arriving. <laughs> I know, right? When you can oh, quit yeah. your day job yes. and make a living off of what you love. Um, right. Which was the last season that you were in, or are you going to be in the upcoming season? I did Apocalypse, so oh. I was. In fact, I was in the last, the last scene of the last episode. I'm trying to remember. I loved that season. By yeah, the way. it was good. It was one of my favorites. Uh, if you remember, um, I was one of the three Satanists. Oh, of course. Yes. So yes. when they open the door, they you know they clearly have this new you know Satan spawn child, like basically like the next gen Michael Langdon. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there we are to sort of you know shepherd him into the world. Yes, welcome yeah. him. That's As for next season, I don't know. I you know, I the, the actors are the last to find out anything. Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense because it's also secret. Very. Well, well, I mean, yeah. so, but they've got to be filming it soon. I mean, right? Oh, I'm sure they've already begun. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, they are in production. But again, you know, Ryan Murphy has his own way of doing things. Sure, so sure. as I can imagine, he could probably just call you up and be like, can you be on set next week? Yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah, we're shaving your head tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Ryan Murphy. Of course. <laughs> wow. It would be really interesting to read him. That would be pretty cool. I, Such I a fascinating man. Yeah, I don't know his sign or anything. I think he's like a 
triple Scorpio or something. Oh, my. I don't know what that means at all. I just, I remember Jessica um, making a comment about She's his... Taurus. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay, again. That's what I, he is. That's Kyle's why Taurus. you're here. But, um, yeah, I remember hearing something about that. And she's a big believer, so Ooh. she would know. Wow, you know, potential future guests. I mean, that would be pretty insane. Um, we'll see. Well, again, thank you for joining us. We're really excited to have you here to teach you and talk about Hollywood and hear your input. Cool. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about our astrological forecast. This is an exciting week, right? Absolutely. So it is a big week, and we have a lot of things going on. So let's dive right in. So on the 31st, two major things are starting to happen. Mercury goes direct. The retrograde is over, friends. It is, it is over. So the information still can be extra fuzzy right now, but it is going to improve certainly in the next, through, uh, next few weeks. Also, it's a new moon in Leo. So this is a great time to start new actions related to art, creativity, children, or love. New moons have a window that lasts for about 10 days, so you need to lay the, the actions in the days closest to the new moon because they are going to culminate six months later at the corresponding full moon. And that's why I'm here to kind of map things out for you guys. So, you know, one thing that I'm always trying to teach people is that you, in order to live, you know, the life of abundance and you have to create actions and make things happen because you can't just sit there and be like, oh, I want love or I just want, you know, I want my career to go forward. You need to be doing them actively. So, you know, that is really something to keep in mind, you know, with this door opening to us and now with Mercury you know, being direct, we don't, we're not going to have as many hiccups to us, which is, is just such a good sign. You know, honestly, I, I, I started looking at this actually last year when I was writing my first book that, uh, September or August and September of 2019 are going to be the best months of the entire year. They're just so gorgeous. They're so lovely. And it's because we have a lot of these planets that are moving forward in really positive, you know, patterns. And, Ultimately, we haven't had Mars in Leo or, or Virgo since 2017. So if you look back to your life around the summer of 2017, the kinds of things, people, you know, patterns that were going on, you're going to actually be restarting these kinds of things at this point in time. They don't necessarily have to be, you know, directly, completely the same people, but it's probably a same similar cycle. You know, whether if your career was really big, you're probably going to see that again. If your love life was going really big, that kind of stuff's going to probably happen again too. So... That is a good thing to feel. And also, I'm just so freaking excited because I am so ready to, to snag a boom, fall in love, and really get banged again. So that's oh, going to be... Kyle. Is that what's ahead? It's, I'm so excited! <laughs> yes. He's going to blow this whole podcasting thing up with how excited he oh, is. Oh, man. You guys, it's just been a dry spell. Like, Kyle, you are lying. That's not true. <laughs> the other day, he was just telling me um, how um, much action he's been getting. That's not true. What? Maybe it's relative. A little action. A, you know what? It's it's a dry world for me over here. So <laughs> I suppose any action that you're getting, I'm just like that's you're just the luckiest guy in the world. Everyone, he's very attractive. It's too bad that this is only a podcast and not a video. <laughs> Excuse me. It would I'm, be very I have hard. a full face of makeup on today, people. I look <laughs> fantastic, too. I even wore an astrology dress. I mean, you, I love it. For real, you guys are just so like gorgeous, and I love... No, this dress, though, is sick. Yeah, that's very <laughs> it's cool. It's so, so sick. 
Um, you just always have to be ready. I mean, yeah. I am noticing, though, and it's kind of annoying me, and I think I told you this, and I've told several of my friends this. I'm like, can we just pretend to be feminists and not constantly talk about trying to find a man, like, 24-7? I'm noticing all of my friends are like, ooh, I want to find a husband. I want to do this. I'm like, I want to get a raise. Like, <laughs> I want to be happy. I would love to find love and have a husband, but it's very weird. I feel like all of that energy is kind of being thrown at me, and I'm just... I'm not understanding it, quite frankly. Well, I mean, I think also, you know, when it comes to astrologists in general is that we can look at certain patterns that are going on. And, you know, there are certain times that you are just so much more faded in love. I have not been faded in love like this since that summer. Is faded like a millennial? Yeah, wait, I don't even know what that's something. What, what do you mean faded? What do you mean? No, it's just that, okay, so like when certain planets are going to certain areas, they create, they activate a certain area of your life. And so sometimes it can be everything in your life is just exploding with like luck and good fortune. Mm-hmm. And it might be a different planet. Like let's say Venus is going into your love sector. Well, then you're going to naturally have more pleasure and more romance that kind of happens in that, that sphere. Mm. For me, you know, like the last time that I like really, really, really fell super hard was on an eclipse back in 2015. But I've known how to map and, and chart these certain patterns. So that's why it's like, and also Mars was there and also Venus was there and all sorts of stuff. But now... It, it the I mean the last time so I mean Monster Top was the last dude that I did last God. in twenty seventeen. Kyle like freaks some of our guests out. I swear they're like I'm we didn't so realize sorry. this is that kind of podcast. Um. So, so I dated a guy that I called Monster Top, and um. I don't I, I want to know what that is, but maybe I uh, but maybe later, <laughs> Kyle. Jesus, I'm so, sorry, I'm just like okay. top of what? Don't but, answer. Uh, me. Um. Yes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but we basically, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that was the last time I dated him, and I haven't really dated anybody technically since, but that pattern of passion and, and romance and sex is activated again, you know, for a lot of different things, even better, like, literally, I haven't seen anything like this for so long, and that's why I'm, like, so excited, because I know that it's going to happen, I know it. Mm, it's not even like in 2015 I dated a monster bottom and I tell you that was not pleasant. So oh, that's amazing. I'm just it's just all from there. Like, it's total trash. Yeah. Oh no. Well, he wasn't just my bottom either. Oh no. I, now I kind of want to know about this. No, oh, we're learning God. so much. We're learning so much. Um but this is a time <laughs> for certain people to be activated in certain ways, is what yes, you're trying to say. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. So, I mean, for you, there's a lot of already energy that's going on in your social life. For you, there's a ton of energy that's actually going on in partnerships and things. We're going to talk about that mm-hmm. later. But, uh, and for your career. I'm seeing some big career things going on with that. Excellent. We, can, we will slither into that later. How else are we going to tie up Mercury retrograde? Because I have a couple just general questions that I think the public might be interested in. Yeah, I mean, before we... I mean, there's one other thing that I want to talk about with this week, but we can talk about what... Yeah, what do you want to... So you, we've mentioned on past podcasts that during Mercury retrograde, kind of one of the effects could be that you have people from your past that kind of come back into your life. And this can be a good thing in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. it's an opening, but it could also like not be a good thing. And... Um, I don't care because I know she doesn't listen to this podcast, but I had an old friend come back into my life when Mercury was in retrograde and we had this big argument last weekend and I'm literally like, I think maybe 
I'm I'm gonna close the door after Mercury retrograde is done. Like I don't did she just come in for this short amount of time for me to kind of remember why we weren't friends? Because it was extremely random her reaching out to me and us starting to hang out again. So I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe that was just a Mercury retrograde thing. Well, the thing is that whenever we have a retrograde retrograde planets, particularly the ones that are personal, so Venus, Mercury, or Mars. They are, you know, making something come back to our attention that we need to revisit. You have to actually do that because you don't have all of the facts and all of the information yet completely. You actually, and that's why, for instance, when exes come back, it's because you have a connection of some sort, you know, like, yeah, things have not, maybe didn't work out right. And I know we literally like laugh about like dreaded exes and like, oh my God, you know, like, why would you ever get back with someone from your past? But that person could be your true love. What happens if they grow up and they're like finally in a place? And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the whole world, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's, you know, that's one thing that I've actually like really seen too, is that, you know, sometimes these people come back and you revisit and you're like, holy shit, I'm never going to go through with that again. Like there was a, there was a Libra actually that I dated in college and this, we actually reconnected back in 2012, years and years after we'd like finished, you know, and it was like, I never loved him, but we had a great connection and fun, you know, we like had some good dates and stuff. And so he came back during that period of time and we like started again. And then I realized he, I, he was cheating and I didn't want to be around that, but I needed to know that information because I didn't know that then. And even from the past. And, and the thing is, it's like, he still checks all my stories. He's still like all on all my stuff. And I don't care because I'm never going to open the door to him again. Right. But, but I may have because we had such a good connection and it was idealized in my mind. And so like, for instance, if someone else that like is an ex, an ex friend, you know, an ex business partner, an ex roommate, you know, our ex lover they come back into your life. Yes, maybe, maybe you're revisiting it to find something that is like, you know, like a gem that was lost and you can really find, you know, better happiness and better connections, better whatever it be. And, and, and that's why those things happen. But it also some, is sometimes to be like, all right, I'm going to bury that and it's done now mm-hmm. for sure. And I feel confident within that. Yeah. And that's an important kind of thing. So are you saying that this is a good time to bury your exes? <laughs> or, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, closing the door yeah. maybe on some relationships that no longer serve you. Yeah, well, and it's like we're going to have some... Next year's going to be crazy. We have a Venus retrograde, which specifically is very focused on karmic, romantic, and sexual relationships. Mercury is usually about communication where something kind of went a little wrong. But sometimes exes come back because you had a, you messed up in the way that you were thinking about things or communicating, you know, and that's why business is even that way too, you know, where these old friends and... and alliances are reigniting but you know I, I I think it's one of those things especially because you know looking at the very specific movements of the planets right here with it being in cancer we are addressing we're feeling our emotions have been very very heightened this year during this record retrograde usually the retrogrades are not as emotional but throughout literally in the next one that's going to be in Scorpio in November too it's gonna be super emotional we're, we're going through all of this like cosmic and and karmic uh, energetic healing in order to allow us to, again, be like, all right, I'm ready for new things or to take what I've learned with this person and get back together with them or shift it with them, you know? So yeah, so definitely be, everyone should be paying attention to your intuition, 
particularly for the next, you know, it is in the beginning of, you know, August because we're revisiting all of this information. And that's why even, even after the retrograde is still happening is because it goes direct on the 31st, there may be like some new people popping in from the past because they did the soul work over the last month and the, the, the mental work and this, and the, whatever that be that they had to really understand so that they can be like, all right, I'm ready to come back in now because I've grown. Does this make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else for our? But, but, but yeah, if you like, I'm gonna be wearing a body prolactic. I'm worried. <laughs> no, the the worst part's over. I got a lot of X's <laughs> gonna be coming at me. Crazy ass X's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the worst part is over, right, Kyle? Yeah. 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 We should be all We got one more day. (laughs) And then there's shadow, right, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, I'm really honestly, August and September, like I was saying before, are freaking amazing. I love it. You're all going to love it. We're going to go each week by week, talk about why, but there's so much love, so much happiness, so much alignment, so much success for everyone. And I'm going to tell you when, so that's why you listen to me. Awesome. Well, do we have anything else to chime in for the next week, or should we go to oh, our yeah. next? Oh, yeah. We do. One so, more thing. Let's see what um, else. Towards the end of the week, on the second, we have Venus, the planet of love and beauty, swapping a side eye with Uranus. This means that people will be craving change or excitement in their relationships around this. So the second and the third. So if things have gotten stale in a relationship, this is a perfect time to experiment and spice it up. If you're single... Definitely go out and about. So this is a this is a good time where you can meet someone that's kind of eccentric, unique, or really fun. You know, don't be afraid. The, the universe wants to bring you adventure, and that's why, like, legit, I am definitely, definitely going on a date Friday or Saturday. That is absolutely happening. I can't get past the side eye on my anus. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's more than just the side eye, but, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're, like, winking at each other. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe maybe I'll go on a date. You this should weekend. absolutely and uh, just really quick and fun Mercury a retrograde story for you guys. I was ghosted by a guy I had a big crush on. Um, he came back. He apologized, reached back out, said he was sorry for ignoring me, and I was a little bit angry. And I meant to send my friend a text that said. Next time he asks me out again, I can't wait to send him this meme. Oh, no. And it was of Simon Cowell that says, it's a no from me. And um, I sent it to him. (laughs) (laughs) And I just realized this weekend, a week after I had done it. So I'm crawling out of my hole currently um, (laughs) that I went under when I figured that out. So um, everyone be careful texting and um, hopefully I'll find another guy. (laughs) And I'm just going to talk on the phone next time. So. Damn. Yeah, I think that's wise. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm big on eye contact. Yes. Yeah. Conversation. All right. Anything yeah. else we have, Kyle, before we move on to our pop culture segment? Let's talk about some sleds. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us again, and we're going to be back in just one second. Everybody. Welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. We are going to be talking about the three biggest celebrity stories going on in Hollywood this week, and then of course, followed by our celeb WTF. Our first story is um, Orange is the New Black star Taryn Manning, who you guys probably know from a million other projects. Um, she's been in the industry for 20 to 30 years, probably. 
Um, she's had some really interesting things going on the past week, and I think it's kind of ties into Mercury Retrograde. But um, the new season of Orange is the New Black, which is the final season, is premiering soon. They had the big premiere in New York, and she did not attend the premiere. And on Instagram, she posted something about crying out for help and that she felt extremely alone and terrorized by cyber crim criminals. It was just one of those long rants where you're like, what is what is she talking about? What's going on? Um, the photo that she posted was of herself backstage with the cast of Orange is the New Black, um, I mean, on set. And she began the post by saying that she's not going to be attending the red carpet premiere. And it's a very long post, but it basically says that she loves and misses her cast and wishes that she could be there. But unfortunately, there's been uncontrollable circumstances that have made it so she can't be there. And she said, when someone's crying out for help, that they should listen and that no one deserves to have another person single-handedly ruin their life. And this was all like in kind of a, a same post with talking about her castmates. Um, she goes on to say that she tried to tell everyone nobody cared. She still loves her cast, but her heart is broken. She then uses the hashtags terrorized and ruined life. And then she thanks her team of agents and managers who didn't do anything to help her, but she forgives them. Um, and then she makes sure to tell everyone it's okay, she's not suicidal, but she's crushed. Then, a few days later, she goes onto her account and <laughs> says that she was... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like, I'm, am I just doing a really funny dramatic reading I just wish everyone gets in face right now, because, you, like, what are you feeling? I don't what buy you... any of this. Well, okay, the <laughs> best part is, is that she goes, I'm sorry, I was epically hacked, and that was not me. I, I didn't, I didn't post that any of that. I buy. Um, really? See, well, I think she's having like some kind of breakdown. I have no idea what's going on, but I mean, weird. yeah, that's some Jesse some some Yeah, yeah, whatever his name Jesse is. Jesse Smollett. I've already yeah. forgotten him. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, but that's some crazy. Yeah. No. So I mean, listen, to take I don't follow away. her, so I don't mm -hmm. know what her patterns are like if she's someone to sort of overshare like this on social media then okay but it's just it's so unprofessional like how did she even make it this far like the show is like what on it's like 10th season or yeah. yeah there's there's a lot I think maybe this is it's last and it's seventh or eighth I believe so yeah, and yeah. one of the castmates commented, like, hey, I'm in Venice. If you're on the west side, like, let's hang out. You know, Seriously. So I don't know uh, what's going on, but I wanted to pose this story to Kyle to kind of dig into her chart to see if there's something interesting popping up. Crazy. Or maybe it is ret retrograde and, like, there's something seriously... Like, is this the Russians? I mean, truly. Oh, like, I just feel like a hacker like, would say something different. Not so personal. Yeah, I just I there, I do not believe that this has anything to do with a hacker. Oh really? Oh, at all. But you I think, think this is actually a... her having like yeah. some meltdown over Instagram? Oh yeah, probably yeah. Uh -huh. I just again like I, you, like I feel like in many ways I relate to her in that you know she and I were both on the. Um, 2014 uh, top 10 breakout star list. Yes. Oh, that's cool. By IMDb. And uh, so we both, you know, made little acceptance speeches back to back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I think we've definitely, like, kind of occupied these sort of niche uh, fan favorite uh, uh, roles in a big freaking series. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And uh, so, I mean, she's managed to um, have... A nice run of it, uh, which I uh, wish I'd had, but or 
Maybe I still will. You yeah. still are. You'll tell me. Huh? Yeah, you have, um, no, you have great stuff ahead of you. Okay, good. But uh, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I know how I post is not like that. Like, I I keep it real professional. Nobody knows my business. I mean, they're about to, apparently. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, I keep it very, like, I mind my... my uh, I mind my P's and Q's, and I definitely don't berate my representation. Yeah. Right? I mean, what is she trying to do? Like, that is career suicide just right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what what I don't get. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, my God. All right. We're going to dive into this crazy bitch. Love ya. Sorry. Crazy, beautiful lady. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, like. Crazy uh, in a good way, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, okay. Taryn Manning is a Scorpio sun with a, with a Capricorn rising. She's a feisty and powerful woman. And with her having that Capricorn rising, she's out to build an empire. However, it, it is extremely clear right off the bat what is going on with her, her here. So as I've been talking about it for months, we are in eclipse season. And anyone with a strong Capricorn or Cancer placement are being hammered right now. So... Not only was not there... by like a power bottom. No, <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, like hammered bad, yeah, badly not probably, in a bad or way. or it's taking them to really positive ways that like if they're in they're in alignment and things are great in their life, like that's why a lot of like Capricorns, Capricorns and Cancers are like getting married, getting engaged, moving in, making big you know launches mm. in their career, you know, really on their destined path because they're in alignment, mm-hmm. they're they're on the right path. For people that aren't, they. I know some people that just went to rehab. I know some people that just went, uh, had lots of shit like that happen. And that's what I'm saying is that like, they weren't in alignment. Mm-hmm. And that's why it, it's all being exposed. She's and not in alignment. Up. Exactly. And that's why the only reason I was saying that she's like a crazy bitch, just because I feel bad for her. And I say bitch in the best possible way, <laughs> you know? Yes. So, so yeah. So not only was there a solar eclipse in her partnership zone at the beginning of the month, there was a lunar eclipse on her ascendant as well in the middle. So literally everything is crazy and intense for her right now. Everything is heightened. Everything is just so, so overwhelming. And she feels like she has no control of what is happening in everything in her life right now. And that's literally what the eclipses are doing. And that's why I feel bad for her. Also, Mercury is retrograde or backwards in her house of partnership. And that means she's having communication breakdowns with important business and romantic partners and all of her collaborators. I'm not making this up. This is literally what's happening. And then this is why she's feeling all sorts of chaos going up and just smoke is just blowing up around her. The last thing that I'm going to note though is that from her solar chart as a Scorpio, Mars, the planet of drive, aggression, and passion is lighting up her career. So it's putting her front and center in front of a lot of people and she's building important patterns that are gonna last for two years. However, Mars is a naturally angry and hot-headed planet. So that if there are certain areas in her life or that are weak and need to be adjusted specifically in her career right now, when it flies through this area, it's like a firecracker and it explodes the thing that, that needs to be exposed and so that that person can grow from it. Uh, and this is literally, it's like the perfect storm for her right now. And, you know, things are going to improve for a brief little time for Capricorn and Cancer because of, you know, we're in these great months, but you guys are going through the ringer because you're your, your destiny is calling, you know? Like, the universe doesn't want these Capricorns and Cancers to be unhappy, with your, whether that's your rising or uh, rising sign or your uh, sun sign. But, like, if you're not in the right path and in the right relationships, it's just going to tear it apart. And it's only going to be made worse by social media. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mercury retrograde, never doing, like, 
a campaign or like launching a bunch of stuff during Mercury Retrograde is such a bad idea. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, she's an extremely talented woman. I don't know what other um, outside forces could be affecting this. Um, I have no idea, so I don't want to speak, but, you know, it could be some kind of substance abuse, this and that. Like, who? I mean, if you're going to write something like that, let's be real. You, you might be a little drunk or high on something. Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah. So, you know. Is it still up? Um, you know, I'm not sure. You're like, let's dock it. I mean, I'm not sure. I love a good social media train wreck. I know, right? Um, but they just make me feel so sad when I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh. Just like take that down. No, a lot of people are like, oh no. When I see that, I I immediately unfollow. I'm like, no, no. I make them like the top of my feed. <laughs> in this post. You're like, I want to see. I'm gonna get that shit sent to me right. It gives me. I'm like very much an empath, and I swear, even over social media, it's like I kind of enjoy sometimes reading people like fight over comments, but it gives me such anxiety. I'm like, I don't like this. Like, I feel so bad. So, um, I really do feel feel bad for her. And I just, I feel like you hear, you're like, I'm here for it. Like, I am like, I'm like, I'm like following her under the table right now. Well, our next story in some happier news, um, <laughs> Anne Hathaway just announced that um, her and her husband, Adam Schulman, are going to be having their second child. She's 36 years old, and she took to Instagram. Instagram is literally just like the new newspaper, apparently, for um, celebrities. She took to Instagram uh, this past week to announce her growing baby bump, and she's also really kind of becoming, um, trying to become a beacon of hope for women that have struggled with infertility, because from the things that she said, it seems as though she's struggled getting pregnant, and she's basically said, any women out there that have had fertility issues, like, I'm your friend now, like, I want to help, and this and that, and I don't want anyone to think that this was an easy road, and one day I just woke up, and, you know, I was pregnant again, like, it was a real difficult um, journey, but she's there, she's but pregnant. it helps and... being a bazillionaire. Yeah, because <laughs> I just say, exactly, like, exactly, yeah. I, I have, yeah, I mean, I know that fertility issues are a thing, for real, but they're made less a thing, <laughs> If you can throw money at the problem. A bazillion dollars. Oh, sure. Yeah. 100%. So I... um, If she's such a friend, will she (laughs) give me a loan? Yes. Maybe pay for some women's like IVF or something. I'm dead right now. But I'm going to need like an expedited, uh, you know, some um, Western Union stat. I'm right there with you. I have some eggs to freeze, too. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, I was just interested to see, like, (laughs) what in the stars, like, how uh, she, this part of her life is being lit up and her compatibility with her husband. And just talk a little bit about that. For sure. So Anne Hathaway is a Scorpio sun, Sagittarius rising. So this is an interesting announcement for her. So there's a few different factors that were going on. So right now, Mars, planet of passion and drive, as well as the sun, ruling life force, are in Leo, and this means that collectively these energies are radiating in the cosmos just generally. And Leo naturally rules children, childbirth, as well as creativity and romance. So that's a fun little thing to note, but obviously we're going to dive in more specifically for her. So I'm seeing these energies are, are affecting her in a public recognition sector now. So it may be interesting if she actually does continue to build more of a conversation about childbirth and the trials that come with pregnancy, because that's what's highlighted. I'm anticipating that's probably going to be a thing because this is a pattern that she's starting now. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's that. Uh, the next thing for her, Jupiter, the planet of miracles and luck, has been going in and out of her ascendant this year. 
and it recently just crossed back into her 12th house of privacy and healing. So just looking at that, this it appears that she's been doing some much needed healing, needed healing, whether that be physically or karmically, and and that's going to be like very very important for her. So that's why even maybe she had to heal some some things physically to make this happen. Uh, however, uh, the read I have on her, I think it makes uh, sense that basically everything that's going on with her is that she's launching for the next 12, 12 years by the things that are going to be really, you know, significantly happening over the next year because it's going to go into her ascendant again, kind of as we, we've talked about before. Uh, what else do I have for them? Uh, oh yeah, also though, the thing that I thought was the most interesting here is that her partner, Adam Schulman, is he's an Aries. And so literally right now for him specifically, the stars are literally aligned about children because Mars, Venus, and the sun are, are bringing children to his attention right now. Interesting. Yeah. I thought, so, so, and that was one thing that's like, if you're looking at like two collaborators or two like lovers or two business partners, you can kind of see certain things that are happening simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just kind of what's being highlighted, but yeah, for literally both of them that... That's what's happening. Well, I'm, ha I, I'm actually very surprised she's a Scorpio. I don't know why that wouldn't have been the read that I would have gotten. Not that I know her. I just know her characters. But we talked about this last week. So typically my personal opinion of Scorpios is that they are just – I don't like them. Um, they Their energy is really intense. They can get very angry, vengeful, um, not a huge concern for others around them if you piss them off. Um, and so I, I've always kind of seen her as like a tamer person, but again, I don't know her. So mm -hmm. that's kind of fascinating to me that she is a Scorpio. I don't know, but well, I guess she's got that Sagittarius rising too, but still to me too, uh, Sagittarius is a little bit like, eh. I, I don't like one of my best friends is a Sagittarius, but they are um, not super like trustworthy to me either. So, and I'm like, Anne Hathaway was my fake best friend. Like, but, you know, in real life, it seems we would not be very compatible friends. I mean, I do think that there are, you know, looking at her moon sign and also those kinds of things would be helpful, especially looking at a very personal one-on-one -on -one connection with someone because, mm -hmm. you know, you do want to align a lot of different kinds of things. I mean, you're never going to date. So there's certain things that are off the table that are not going to be apparent to you that would not be significant. But, you know, looking at, you know, let's say... Let's say we would look at the ways that your careers would be aligned or that like even just from a friendship basis. Well, you might have so much in common there and maybe you guys are even like connected in partnership ways with like, let's say your Venus is across from her. You know what I mean? So there's, there are a lot of, you know, very complex things that happen in, you know, synastry and like combining two people's charts, but. I'm going to hold out for that loan. <laughs> Falls in her core. Anne, if you're listening. Um, Hell yeah. Get back at me, you know. Just, we can totally be friends, but it'll cost you. Yeah. <laughs> right there yes. with you, and maybe we can make this work. That's oh all God, I have I love to it. say. Well, congratulations to the new happy family. Um, our third story. So this is one that you might be like, who are these people? But we'll explain. Um, so Bella Thorne, who is an actress, big influencer, she's... She's not a millennial technically. What's the what's the one after us? Gen X. Gen Z. Gen Z. Um, she's basically Baby yeah. Embryo. Yes, a child. <laughs> she's Zyko. you know she's like twenty one years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she's come out in the media over uh, the past couple of weeks as um pansexual. 
So a lot of people, you know, are, you know, bisexual, heterosexual, So she's just like all the sexes? So Isn't that what pan means? Yeah. I mean, okay. do, do, are, are you familiar with, like, the term pansexual? It's just any being? Because that scares me. Like, Oh, it's not that she has all the things. It's that she likes all the things. She yes. likes all of the things. Yes. It's called being a slut. <laughs> I mean... I'm sorry. You're right. I don't know who this is. She, <laughs> she is a bit promiscuous. Um, you know, she's been in relationships. She was in a relationship this past year with a guy and a girl at the same time. Um, and it was kind of a thruple thing, but she was the only one that was hooking up with everybody. Um, so she's very open. I rest my case. <laughs> she's very open sexually. Right now she is with a guy and he's like an Italian pop star and his name is Benjamin, Benjamin Mascolo. And she just, she falls in love very fast and she's just very like, you know, this is who I am now. Now How, she's Why bisexual. should we know her? Um, Bella Thorne, she started off as... Is it Disney or Nickelodeon? And so she has a lot of like very crazy baggage going on there from right. that because she was oh, one God. of those kids that was extremely um, messed with. Mm-hmm. Um, she basically does like, I swear, 10 movies a year um, that are like a lot of like young, like YA um, romance. You know, she's like millions and millions of Instagram followers. You'd probably recognize her if you saw her. Yeah. So I've just totally alienated all people like. <laughs> 14 and under. <laughs> well, is she's... Right? No. I mean, the thing is, is that I think Bella Thorne is kind of a fascinating person to look at because she's admittedly that she's extremely damaged um, in a lot of different ways and she's dealt with those things in, in different ways. And so now she's pansexual and it just kind of... I don't even think it was a planned thing that she wanted to be like, I'm coming. I was pansexual. But she was just like, yeah, I basically like everybody. So... Um, well, listen, I can imagine, like, well, I'm not, but I can imagine being a lesbian, but making an exception for a Italian pop star. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, that would yeah. make me bisexual, too, I think. <laughs> I, I don't know. Ital- I, I got a thing like that for Italians. Yeah. But who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, I would definitely be down. Right. Totally. Right? Uh, but it doesn't... I don't know. It does sound like... It does, you know, when people have baggage like this from their mm-hmm. past, they tend to act it out in, you know, sexually like this. And so I'm not surprised to hear that yeah. she came from, you know, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Disney owns Fox now, so <laughs> I'm probably next. <laughs> I'm I'll be like, you're too I'll old be, for uh, them. I'll, I'll be all the things. By the end of this podcast, it sounds like. <laughs> right. Well, right, it's just, it exactly. always, I think uh, the term pansexual now is something to be discussed because there are people that, you know, go by they and they don't identify with the gender. So Z it's like, so it's like, because otherwise I don't really understand how being pansexual is different than being bisexual. Um, right. But. Oh, because there's other things. Exactly. Besides, so, so I guess it encompasses yeah. everybody. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, I am LGBT and I do have a lot of friends that are very, you know, uh, involved in, and you know, activism and all sorts of different kinds of parts of the community. And, and the thing is, it's like, I respect whatever someone wants to be and say they are and, and, and how they, how they live and give love and receive it and whatever yeah. that makes sense for them, you know? I actually had someone 
last year tell me that they were asexual and, and discuss how they just they're just not sexual at all. They have no interest in any romance with anybody ever. They never have. Yeah. They never ever want anything whatsoever. They don't. I dated masturbate. him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I believe, and I'm a huge LGBT advocate and yeah. ally, so I get it. And but I think in moments like these is when I really do feel my age. Like I. Um, knows I am not a zygote. <laughs> like I am, <laughs> I I am I'm. What was it, Jenna? Whatever. The point is. I mean, you're. I think you're. You're on the cusp of millennial and Gen X. Uh, oh, okay, cusp. But yeah. like, I'm not. Don't don't do that to me. <laughs> yeah, you're like hell no. I don't want to be millennial. <laughs> no, but I mean, I I guess what I'm saying is like. Again, I was a grammar teacher at one point, and so when people are like they is and I'm like no no <laughs> they is plural <laughs> don't no 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 so you know I don't think that makes me uh insensitive I think it makes me a grammar Nazi and I totally own that like that's just how I was raised <laughs> totally totally well I get that I get that I, yeah I mean it's and I don't know I mean she's she's got an interesting chart so I think we can yeah hmm. let's well, see what's going on with her for sure so Bella Thorne is a Libra and one of the things that we know about Libras is that she's they not love balanced. No. So I'm a Libra, so... Oh, okay. But she's not. Yeah, I don't know. Just say it. frankly, no, if I'm not. It's a little wacky. Either. Libras are lovers of love, so that they're extremely romantic. They're ruled by Venus. They've always got that kind of flow. Um, They also can at times be hedonistic and are notorious for having a multitude of lovers because they like options. Right. And, however, the thing about them is that they crave partnership and thrive well in partnerships. So that's why they're always either trying to, like, find the right person or they can adapt to the right person, or keep their options open until someone really impresses them. Does that make sense? I mean, you can feel mm-hmm. that, right? Like, yeah. Um, I I guess I am a lover of love, but you I'm are also, totally. I know. I I feel just. How like, could you be a hater of love? Um, just because love hasn't always done right by me. Some bitter hoes oh, out there. There true. are some bitter okay. hoes out there. I, I'm a bitter hoe. <laughs> I'm a bitter hoe. I don't think you are. I'm turning into a bitter hoe. Oh, Especially after my last text conversation with that Not boy. after this weekend. Right? Oh Okay. She's going to be laid all up in here. No, I literally said it. to Kyle and my girlfriends last week, and I was like, I think I'm actually, like, it's making me sick that I haven't had sex in so long. Like, I feel like I'm coming, I, I, I need it for my health. So, um, I mean, I do too. I, see, I feel better when I'm actually, like, I mean, I, I cannot just have sex with someone random. I can't, like, I... There's a lot of people that can, and that's amazing. Unless them. he's, like, one of my, like, celebrity, you know, or the hottest guy in the entire world. Then I'll do it. I mean, I, I don't know. I think about it. But, but <laughs> Again, like, I'll make an <laughs> exception for an Italian pop star. Yeah. Yeah, if right? they're listening. <laughs> right, if they're listening. Yeah, Benjamin Hay. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like it's... But I don't want whatever she's got. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like just a petri dish person. <laughs> You're probably right. right. But yeah, no, but I but like I mean I feel like, you know, sexual energy is also creative energy. It's also it just it's it, it gives your health, you know, more power. It gives you more power. It gives me more confidence. Your your skin looks better. Your everything about it. And but you know, that's why it's like when I'm like dating someone, we bang like 75 times a day. Oh my God. But like when I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> it's like I'm just like seeing the tumbleweeds, you know, just like I sometimes I call them ass cobwebs. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I know this is a really gross image, guys. Sorry. But like, I mean, it's just like, okay, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm so excited because I'm going to clear that shit out. Good for you. 
Anyways, let's move on. Uh, yes, so, uh, yes, Bella Thorne. She can sometimes be become dependent on someone, but also will fall in and out of love rapidly. Uh, and she doesn't also like to get too bogged down into her emotions. She loves the happy emotions. She loves to have fun. But she can have a dramatic streak within her because she's a Libra. And we all know a Libra that is a co-host on this podcast. So... What is that supposed to mean? Is you're fabulous as F, <laughs> but, like, you do have a dramatic streak to you. Of course. You I sent was... a guy a thing in, that said... I didn't mean to send it to him. I know, but you were going to. I... Okay. If he, yeah, which right? he did. So yeah. <laughs> you know, it, I would have been fine with the whole thing if I didn't write the caption. If he ever asks me out again, that's the part that I'm like really dying over. Um, but yes, okay. I suppose we are a bit dramatic. But it's but drama isn't a bad thing. Anyways, uh, interesting. I made a whole career out of it. Right, right, totally. Yeah, totally, totally. So the thing that was I thought really interesting here is that Uranus, the planet of liberation and change, has moved into Bella's sector of intimacy. And it will continue to be there for seven years. So this means that she's focusing on new kinds of partnerships. Wait, what is in, in her new... anus for seven years? <laughs> a petri dish. Oh, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I mean, it's literally Uranus. The planet is shaking everything up, and so like all of that's going on. Um, also, there was a big solar eclipse in her fame and recognition sector in July, which which means that she's going to be uh, shaking things up for herself in this realm. However, you know, astrologically, no one becomes an adult until they pass their first Saturn return, which takes place around 27 to your early 30s, and so she's 21, so, like, yeah, she's got a lot of learning to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, However, with these very specific factors being highlighted, we can also see one more that's really noteworthy for now. Uh, And this is actually a prediction that I have with this. Okay, so Mercury, planet of communication, and the mind has been going backwards in her fame and career sector right now. And this could actually affect her in a few different ways. So... If she has previously considered herself pansexual publicly to friends or close contacts uh, and she's going back to it, then this is a great time because she's announcing that and it's going going public and that's that's fantastic. Because, you know, it, maybe it wasn't blasted on all of her stuff, but maybe it was kind of pretty generally known that she was pansexual. Yeah. However, if this is a new development and she just made up her mind about this. <laughs> She's literally going to change her mind about it in a couple of weeks. And <laughs> That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, like people be like, so I'm following like, her on Instagram. <laughs> You're like, where's this drama? I'm yeah. Like, it's oh, actually yeah. Um, quite entertaining. So I would suggest that follow very yeah. much. Oh man. Um, all right. So to finish up her compatibility. So mod son which is her ex. They they just broke up. He was one of the three of her kind of open triangle relationship that she had going on. There she was the center. Yes. Of course. Uh, this person's a Pisces. Uh, Tana Manjo is a Cancer, and Benjamin Mascolo is uh, Gemini. So I don't have their rising signs, but just right off the bat, Libra can find it really difficult to fully understand the the very emotional and sometimes broody nature of Madsun and Tana. However, Benjamin, a fellow air sign, will provide the fun, uh, be kind of furious and exciting. This is a great energy that's going to really align for her. So I actually do see things going really well with him. And, you know, he's an Italian pop star. So There you go. Right? Yeah. That's pretty safe. That was going to work for a while. (laughs) Well, lastly, uh, for these segments, we have our celeb WTF of the week, which isn't really a love thing, but it's more of a family thing. So... Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the TV show The Hills um, on MTV. So it was, it just got rebooted. It was a big thing in the 
2000s, um, and it just got brought back to MTV. Spencer Pratt um, is married to Heidi Montag, and they met on the show back in the day. They are just basically pop culture, pop culture like millennial icons-ish. He has a sister named Stephanie Pratt, and the reboot of this show, The Hills, is currently going on. And Stephanie just came out to say that she will not be returning for the second season. Um, her and her brother have had a crazy amount of turmoil while these reality shows have been going on. And it's sad that it probably started from the cameras asking for drama. And it's turned into, like, we literally hate each other. My brother, my sister, is Satan, is the devil. I hate that person. It's very unfortunate. Um, is and The Hills a, a reality show? Yeah, it's a reality show. Got it. Yeah, but it was like basically one of the first kind of, it came out later that it was kind of a scripted reality show. Oh, they all are. Yeah, very much so. Um, but with this, there's, she's literally leaving, she left the country after The Hills ended the first time and moved to London. She came back for The Hills this time. She's going back out of the country. She's just, she has this hate thing with her brother and they say the most horrendous things about each other and it's very sad so I brought it up because it's like why would siblings hate each other this way and butt heads this way because they have producers like literally goading them on I mean I don't know I just yeah you know I have friends in reality television and they totally. literally will get texts like at the table you know we're at a dinner party and the texts say like oh ask so-and-so about such and such knowing that it's gonna cause yeah. a, a confrontation yeah i feel like this sadly it probably started as that and then it turned into like an actual hatred of each other yeah so what's going on with them well, you know this is definitely a sad story to hear about because there's so much anger and frustration going on first off stephanie pratt is an aries sun with a scorpio rising she has two of the most aggressive and fiery signs right in her chart Scorpios can never can never let a grudge go and will attack until they destroy their en enemies absolutely. Oof. Scorpio is ruled by Mars, the planet of war, and Pluto, the planet of destruction, where Aries are ruled by Mars as well. So there's an immense amount of fire going on there, and it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to end for her there. She just seems like she's got a lot of anger within, you know, as soon as she can narrow her mind on, on, on an enemy, they're an enemy. Spencer Pratt is a Leo, whereas Heidi Montag is a Virgo. So, you know, that's our combination here. Naturally, Aries and Leo, which are Stephanie and Spencer, tend to go well together. However, when fights go down, they're going to get expl explosive. Also, Spencer has a, has a Capricorn rising, whereas Stephanie has Scorpio rising. Again, typically these go well together and should blend. However, Capricorn can become cold and arrogant at times, which will just piss a Scorpio off who wants to cut your throat and order you and, and we'll just, sh you know, sh because the thing is the, the Capricorn's going to shut down and be like, no, I don't want the, all this anger and frustration. And the Scorpio's going to be like, Get, I'm going to, you know, just all this anger. And so it just creates more and more like negative feedback back and forth, you know? And so, you know, we see that also, you know, Heidi being a part of this equation is that she's a Virgo and Aries and Virgo, again, don't typically align because Virgo are going to be, whenever you know faced with conflict, are going to be a little bit more passive aggressive, whereas Aries are just going to be aggressive. So this is why Stephanie even sees her as an enemy too. So sadly, you know, I don't, I don't think this this war is ever going to end. You know, we did dive into Spencer and Heidi's compatibility a, a few weeks back. So if anybody's interested in that, make sure to check that one out. Yeah, very Cain and Abel. I know. Maybe in the next life, guys. I guess for now, it's better to be on opposite sides of the world. 
Um, well, on that note, let's get into, of course, our special guests. Um, Please, I reading. don't know about anyone but myself. <laughs> no, I'm just embarrassed. I don't. I literally did not have a TV until I was on it, uh, and then I f- was like, oh, okay, I should have something to watch myself on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so consequently, I have like these entire like dearths of knowledge in sure. pop culture. So, well, we have some good stuff for you. Oh, good. Totally. All right, so Naomi is a Sagittarius rising with an Aquarius sun. So for the rest of your life, you're going to read Sagittarius and Aquarius. Okay. So those are both. So they're like half and half for your chart. And you didn't know that before you started. No, I knew I was an Aquarius, but I didn't know anything else. Okay. So you are actually in a massively important year, one that is going to lay important seeds for the coming 12 years of your life. This is because Jupiter, the planet of luck and miracles, is in your ascendant. When this happens, massive new opportunities and beginnings occur. Naturally, certain magnificent things occur that are like, you know, or so things are going to fall into your life. You know, some people get pregnant, some people find their true love, whatever it be. However, everything in your life is blessed with right now. So you can have it all, but this is the only time for 12 years that you can. So this is why you have to lay these seeds. And this, I actually looked this up. This began in December 2018 for you, and it's going to last until January 25th, 2020. We, uh, sorry. You only have a little bit of time okay. left to it, have it It started all. in December 2018. Yes. And it ends... January 25th of 2020. So that's a little over God, two years. I, I gotta go. You gotta, no, for real. <laughs> and that's what the thing is here is that like, you know... Oh, you, but it, la- okay, so this window is only three years long, but then it... Oh, no, it's only a year. It's, it's... It was two years. But then you said something about 12 years. Oh, no, no, no. This is the beginning of it. So this, oh. this, you just have to launch the seeds for it. Like, so like, let's say you're like, I want to get married or I want to be in an, a domestic partnership or, and I also want to have a baby someday. And I also want to, uh, have my own show that I'm a showrunner on Netflix. I also want to be, I want to own a house in Italy or I want to travel the world. Whatever those things, all of those things, make that list now and make the actions start to come into fruition. You don't have to get all of them. But all of the doors to all of those things are open right now for you. So I was thinking about this earlier in that I I think it's similar in a way to fertility kind of, right? Like there's certain times of the month that women are more susceptible to get pregnant and to have babies. And so if you, you know, have sex, then you might be able to create that thing that you're trying to create. That's why couples do that. So in a way with astrology, it's like you have this amount of time to put down the seeds to get those things that you want. But if you don't, you know, do the work then, then that door closes and it's not going to be as easy later. Exactly. Aren't you proud of me? Yeah, no. Great job. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. Uh, So that's why it's like, you know, make sure that you're bringing in abundance in all of these areas of your life. And, you know, this is a, such a, you're, you're going to have another, like, 20, 2021 is going to be really badass for you too, though, because Jupiter's going to be in your sun sign, but technically the beginning chapter of your life is right now for the 12 years, okay? So there's that. Uh, when it comes to also natural luck that I'm seeing for you this year, you're, uh, I'm also seeing a great deal of steps towards your most important hopes and dreams. And you will actually notice that your networking capability will will increase this year and already has. And you will see your friends and social network open a great many doors to you. Lean into your network because they will help you thrive. You may even find brand new besties that just like you didn't ever expect how your life was before, you know. But these people, the people, are going to be very important for you now. So there's that. For your career, we have a new moon in your career and fame sector on October 27th. 
So lay your most important endeavors in the days after that, because this is going to help really see a lot of what's going on in 2020 for you. However, Mercury is going to be retrograde in November, which is right when that window is opening. So what this specifically works for you is that it's actually going to be better to go back to old projects, old producers, old directors, old collaborators, old contacts, all of that, because you're going to see more luck in that. And it's also going to show that you're going to see, be working with them a lot again in 2020. Maybe that means going back to American Horror Story again <laughs> for the totally. new season. Hmm. Totally. So there's that. Uh, now for love. July 31st is a new moon in your partnership and commitment sector. So this is opening an important day to you, uh, door to you in your marriage options and crucial business contacts. Tomorrow! Yes. <laughs> or I mean today! Yes. So huh. it's for 10 days. Okay. Yes. So this is a great time to, if you have a partnership, make it work a little bit better for you. You know, negotiate what you need to discuss. If you don't, uh, you can, you're more likely to find long-term important connections. Um, so like go on, you know, the right dates, ask your friends to hook you up with somebody that you think that would really be work for you. You know, those kinds of things. Also, if you want to improve any sort of like negotiation with like an agent, a manager, or get a better agent or manager, this is a good time to do that. So keep all of this energy here. Uh, there's a full moon in your sign on August 15th. So expect that you're going to be standing in the limelight around this time. So a couple days before, a couple days after. This is connected to your hopes and dreams and the things you were laying in the beginning and the middle of February of 2019. So you're going to, you're going to really see how these same patterns, same people, same things were really coming back around now. And you're, you're, you're basically seeing the harvest of them. And if they haven't come to a harvest as you want, you're going to change direction. And you're going to, to still, you know, want to move towards those hopes and dreams. But this is going to be the moment where you can assess that and be in the sun. Mm. Uh, the biggest moment for love for this year is going to be around December 11th uh, because you're going to be feeling very, very romantic around then. Uh, if you're single, plan some very important dates around that point in time. If you are taken, do something really, really special for the two of you. And it's just going to really just allow you to fall more deeply in love. And, and yeah, so there's that. Obviously, you know, uh, if you have any questions or anything, you can always let me know. You got my... You can text my ass, or you can okay. e email me. Well, or... yeah, I don't want to bore our listeners with the intricacies of my, you know, secret life. But <laughs> yeah. I am a little freaked out about the fact that uh, things are happening today that I need to act on. Um, well, there's a yet, reason why you're here. Do you know what I mean? Today, that like that's the that's how the universe works. It didn't just. Do, we didn't do it to scare you. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like you're here to know this. But Mercury is still in retrograde. So it's over tomorrow, isn't it? August 1st, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's uh, 30, the 31st. Oh. The new moon and the retrograde ends on the 31st. I guess I'm just concerned that I might be in a similar situation to you in terms of the, uh, you know, I mean, I haven't sent like a wrong text with a stupid <laughs> gift to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. You know, I definitely have suffered this retrograde in terms of like loss of communication and just sort of general breakdown and sort of crossing lines. Yeah. And so I'm nervous about acting on anything until it's truly we're out of the woods. You only have one new moon in your marriage and commitment sector a year. So if you don't do it now, it won't happen again until 2020. You have to do it now. 
to, like the 31st. Well, just in the, in the coming days. Okay. Yeah. Open it, start laying the action there. Like I said, you don't have to suddenly be engaged, but you need to be like, hey, I need to be hanging out with somebody that I want. I may wanna. have to become pansexual <laughs> to make that happen. <laughs> I'm going to have to seriously open my options. <laughs> like by 50% of the population. <laughs> That's amazing. See, you and Bella Thorne do have something in common. Hey, I'm open. <laughs> Call me. Right. That's awesome. Oh my god, oh my god, I love it. Well, uh, before we wrap up today, we of course, um, I forgot to tell you this is the beginning of the episode, we do a fun game of bang, marry, kill three people that um, are Leos, because it's Leo season mm-hmm. right now, okay? So, I am going to, so you know the game kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really good at it. <laughs> Okay, Tom Brady, Joe the Jonas. football player. Yeah, the football, the, the one married to Giselle, the supermodel. Okay. So Tom Brady, Joe Jonas, the middle of the Jonas Brothers. We can pull up some picks. Okay, yeah. And. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really am so bad at this. No. Um, and lastly, we are going to do um, Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay. Usually, I'll be honest, usually when I play this, it's like with my co-stars, <laughs> like amongst the cast. Oh, that's crew, not just, awkward at all. Yeah. It's, uh, got it. I know this person. Now, wait, Tom Brady, didn't, isn't he super right wing or like he uh, He's done some things that, um, I think actually it was with football. He broke some rules. Oh, he was he, on the knee. Yeah. So, or no, I don't think it was the knee. It was um, the, the, he deflated a ball or something. And he wasn't supposed to because I don't know. I mean, that makes me want to marry him. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said, now I'm worried that maybe is he a Bronco? He's a Tom Brady a is oh God. I, I mean, I don't even know who he is. He's I'm like run. Him. He's won four Super Bowl championships. Oh, New England, uh, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to marry. Good, good call. Yeah. Yeah, come on. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we have Daniel Radcliffe, aka. Oh, Harry and then I would. Bang the Jonas brother, yeah, and kill the Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Okay, um, for me, I am going to marry Joe Jonas because I just love him, and he's married to Sophie. They, him and Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. They just got married, actually, and I think she's very cool. So I'm going to marry Joe, um, and I think. Honestly, it'd be kind of funny to be like, I banged Harry Potter and to tell people. So I think I'm going to bang Daniel Radcliffe and I'm going to kill Tom Brady because I don't know why, but for some reason, I just, even though he's huge and tall, I have this like feeling he might have a small penis. I don't know. So um, not like we should kill people with small penises. You know, everyone deserves love. And he gets plenty of it from his supermodel wife, Giselle. Uh, but yeah, you know what? He's usually the typical pick, so I'm going to kill him. Kyle? Alrighty. I feel like I, I'm i going to go... I'm going to bang Tom Brady. My yeah. husband? He can... <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because like Monster Top is, is a lot like him, so <laughs> I know how it feels. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Um... And then uh, I'm going to marry Joe Jonas because I think he's, I don't know. He's my favorite He's top and he's fun and he seems, he's like really hot right now and he seems like a good guy. And... Mm-hmm. We'll just husband swap. Yeah. <laughs> right? <That's fine>. Yeah. <laughs> and you're still, you're going to kill Harry Potter. Yeah. And Daniel, sorry buddy, but we're just going to let you pass. Yeah. Aww. 
Well, thank you all so much for joining us this week. And of course, thank you to our special, special celebrity guest, Naomi, for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It was super fun. Where can everyone find you on uh, social media so maybe they can stalk you? Yeah, there you go. You never know when I might go off and do something epically (laughs) insane. (laughs) I'm following. I'm following. Uh, Correct. Um, I met Naomi W. Grossman. Awesome. Um, And you guys can follow me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram, and um, also on Astro Kiki, at Astro Kiki Radio on Instagram. And um, special announcement, Kyle, I haven't told you this yet, um, so I hope that you're free tomorrow. But um, we are going to be appearing tomorrow night on um, Psychic Medium, Rebecca Fearing's podcast, Dancing with Ghosts. She's one of the biggest mediums in the world and she is going to be actually having us on tomorrow on her show and it's on like LA talk radio it's a big thing and it's also video so I'll make sure to check that out sounds super fun yeah I'm like I'm looking at my thing right now I'm like okay all right all right, all right. um yeah no, I'm super pumped so definitely check us out uh, I am Kyle Thomas and you can follow me at MR Kyle Thomas on Instagram as well as Kyle Thomas on Facebook Also, shout out to Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. Thank you for being our partner, and make sure to check out our live shows there as well. See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astrology.